Are you ready to launch? Yes, let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. When Amy and I were in law school, we knew we needed to network, but we did not know how to network. The stress to do something we didn't know how to do was overwhelming. But after three years of law school and then over 10 years in practice, we cracked the code. We now want to share our success with you, and this is why we wrote The Law Student's Guide to Networking. In order to network efficiently and effectively, you need a strategic plan. The Law Student's Guide to Networking book breaks down all of the steps necessary to implement a strategic networking plan so that you can actually spend your precious time building your professional network. Visit lawyerswholaunch.com slash store to get your copy or buy a copy for the law student in your life and give the gift of success today. Hi, Haley. Hi, Amy. Listeners, if you have been with us for a while, you may already know that Amy and I are based in New Jersey. And right now in New Jersey, we are feeling snow, ice, wind, and temperatures in the low teens. So we have been thinking about warmer destinations and getting out of our homes. As we dream of warmer days and perhaps even a drink with a little umbrella in it, we are going to make plans now so we can be out of office later. For an attorney, it takes a lot more than just putting up your out-of-office response on your email. To be able to truly take a break and be out of the office physically and mentally, it takes planning. We have five tips today to help you set up your time so that when you're out of office, whether you are simply traveling or taking a few days to relax at home, it will be successful and restful. Step one, review your current workload and prepare staff. Go through your current files and your tasks. What do you need to get done to meet a deadline before you're out? What can you delegate to someone else? What can you prepare staff to respond to while you're out? Brief your staff and provide clients with another attorney in your firm that they can reach out to while you're out. Step one is really about managing the expectations of the people in your office. In order to do this, you first need to know what is coming up in your files and then set an action plan in motion. Your coworkers would much rather have a brief conversation with you and an email before you are unavailable than to have to scramble to figure out an issue once you've already gone. You can't prepare for every possibility, and you shouldn't try. But there are definitely things that you can set up before you leave the office. Setting these expectations ahead of time will allow you to take a true break and prepare your coworkers to respond to pressing matters. Step two continues the idea of setting expectations, but this time with clients. Touch base with current clients that have more active cases or files the week before. For me, oftentimes my work entails sending drafts to clients. If I have drafts that I'm working on, 
I'll be certain to send those out before I leave so that the clients can review them in my absence and be ready to schedule an appointment when I return. If I have a client in the middle of a transaction, such as a business sale that isn't due to close for a few months, I will advise them of my time out of the office and when they can expect to hear from me. And for this kind of transactional work, I found it may also be helpful to let the other attorney know I'll be out and that they can expect to hear back from me when I return. Again, setting expectations for clients and counsel will set you up for a successful and more restful time out of the office. Because my practice is substantially different from Amy's, and I have open cases for much longer than her typical cases, I handle my client preparation a little bit differently. If there is someone that I have been recently and regularly corresponding with over an issue, I will certainly let them know of my plans. However, my planning is really front-loaded a bit more with my staff because if I am clear with them about my plans, then they can avoid scheduling things for me during my time out of the office. Step three may be the most challenging step, but that makes it all the more important. I would agree. Step three is to disconnect. We've prepared you. This can be tough. But if you've done steps one and two, it will be less nerve-wracking. Consider removing your work email from your phone or, at the very least, snooze notifications or log out. If you have a tendency to check email even when you are supposed to be out of the office, Consider limiting your access to that email. If you read or view an email, it's going to take up unnecessary space in your mind, especially if it is not something you will respond to until you are back in the office. Disconnecting also allows you to be more present, whether you are spending time with others or taking time to do something all by yourself. And keep in mind, If there is a major issue that must be resolved while you're away, a banking issue that you, senior partner, must deal with, your staff will still be able to call you, but you don't need to review every email that enters your inbox while you're out of the office. If you've never done this before, it can be daunting. But like most things, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. The next time you take a step away, really allow yourself to do so. You can do it, and I'm sure that you will be happy that you did. Amy, let's share step four, because this one makes step three seem a little more attainable. Set your out-of-office email with a buffer. If you will be out of the office from the 1st to the 7th, keep your out-of-office up until the 8th. This will allow you to return to the office on the 8th, review your email, your mail, your phone messages. You will have time to prioritize your tasks and responses instead of simply responding to messages haphazardly as they enter your inbox. Doing this can really set you up for a great return to office. Because people are not expecting to hear from you until the next day, You have given yourself the time and the space to go through what happened while you were away and prioritize. I like to start a list as I'm going through my emails and my messages, so I know what I need to get to today, and I also know what can wait until tomorrow. This makes the process of actually getting back to work 
less daunting. This is something I did returning from maternity leave that gave me the ability to ease back in and catch up on my files. I found it to be so helpful. It's what I plan to do in the future so that I can return to the office and catch up on my truly most pressing matters. Finally, that brings us to step five. Remember that rest is productive. I'm going to say that again. Rest is productive. Taking a true break will allow you to rest and clear your mind. You will then be able to return to the office more refreshed and as a result, more productive. What's the point of going away only to worry the whole time, work the whole time, and feel overwhelmed when you return? Short answer, that's a waste of a vacation. That doesn't mean you should not go away. Quite the opposite. We all need time to rest and recharge. Whether it is one day or two weeks, give yourself the gift of a break. Even if your break is not traditionally restful, you can come back to work recharged if you aren't working the whole time you are away. I remember the first time my husband and I took our daughter to Disney World. This is not a restful trip by any standard. It's busy and it's tiring. But I really set myself up well before we went away and did not work during the trip. Even though I felt a little bit like I needed a vacation from my vacation, I was absolutely recharged for work when I returned back to my office. I think that's the perfect example. That time out of the office does not need to be physically restful for you to recharge. It means resting your mind from your workload and focusing it on other things, like spending time with your family. And that brings us to the Say It Out Loud segment for this week. Amy, what are you going to say out loud this week? This week, I'm going to repeat again and maybe even put a sign up to remind myself, rest is productive. What about you, Haley? Can you make a sign for me too? That sounds great. But this week, I'm going to say that while I have practiced taking a real break when I'm on a scheduled vacation, and I'm pretty good at it, I'm not so good at putting work away when I've just taken a day off. And I'm going to make a promise to myself that I will take one day in the near future and not work for the whole day. I'm going to hold you to that. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch on Instagram and check out our website, lawyerswholaunch.com for more on out-of-office planning over on our blog. Have a great day. Have a great day.